All right, what, what, bro, what is your oh, okay, win, win of, of the week. week? Okay, so I was thinking, okay, this is, I, I, okay, my first win of the week is passing a series of COVID tests in order to be in. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> in the movie, yeah. That's, this is, I did learn about this, the, the way that television and film is being able to continue now is I th- I think possibly a flawed system, but it's it's what we got. It's better than nothing, and that's a series of rapid tests in which everybody on set is supposedly safe, and you're in some kind of a bubble. Now, did everybody stay on set? Did nobody leave and come back? I, I don't know. So, but we, they did it as we were. So anyway, I passed all of those, feeling good about that, knowing that they're also just a snapshot in time. But a much bigger win for my family. And I love my family so much. I know you love. I love your family too. Um, but we had a big win with my daughter, Ooh. who uh, got accepted to uh, a master's program to public health school at Boston oh, University. Congrats! Yes. Hey. Yeah, which is crazy because she's still an undergrad and she's going to start uh, in January. No way! Yeah, and she, if she's watching this, she's going to be very pissed that I'm putting her business out on the street. Hey, but congrats about yeah. that. That's amazing. Yeah, and that's. Incredible. That seems like it all happened very fast. I know. I mean, it was just yesterday she was, you yeah. know, here as you would say, teasing me and bullying me in our in my very own studio. I actually <laughs> I remember writing an arrangement for her to play strings on not too long ago. That's and right. She seemed like such a little kid. And she was she's... a little kid there. Wow, 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 that's so great, man. So that that's cool. And then of course, public health is is a very topical issue now, and it's a very popular thing. And yeah, it was like top five program. So we're excited about that, you know. And the thing is, you know what it is? What we've had. We should do. You know what we're gonna do? What we won't do it today because i won't get to these questions but let's make the wins let's not always make them they don't have to be great things because you know what we had some things maybe not this week we had some setbacks too in my family i mm. mean nothing like death or illness or anything but we've had some setbacks at different times too and you know what the older i get and the more i'm like i like those setbacks I'm, yeah because yeah. that's when you know are you going to get back up? Are you going to get back up on that horse and stuff? So the wins do not have to just be bragging things. They're a little bit braggy for us this week. No problem. But they could be because um, that's ultimately how you really win, especially with developing. Oh, for sure. So if we're talking about for personal sure. musical things, you know, getting knocked down a little bit and then getting back up is uh, it's what it's all about. Yeah, it's what it's all about. Cool. All right. Let's take some questions. If you all have a musical question, a piano question, hell, we'll even take your your win questions. That's right. And your uh, your fitness and diet check-in questions. And thank you guys. A bunch of folks saying congrats to Rachel. And yes, that yeah, Joe, that's the correct spelling. Uh, or as Rachel says, the only spelling. <laughs> Rachel's are very funny about that with the several several spellings, you know. I see a bunch of jokes about uh, this. There's some, there's some funny people in here, funnier than us. I know. Uh, about the... Um, wind of the week. Yeah. Uh, being related to the plant-based diet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh... Okay. So yeah, there was that too. So if we go up to the top, yeah. let's take a look. Let's go up to the top. Oh, uh, Joe has a good question here. Hey, from H-Town. Peter, do you think there's a way to teach little kids jazz Suzuki style? And if so, how? Oh, um, great question. And something I've definitely thought about before. Um, and I even have a little bit of experience with this. I'm Suzuki trained. Yeah. Um, as I think I've mentioned before. And... Uh, and actually, my mother is is a Suzuki teacher. She's still teaching, and she was one of the original uh, teachers back in the '70s to bring the Suzuki, Suzuki method. Well, she worked with John Kendall, who was like the OG, who was the first guy, I believe, to go over and study with Suzuki. My mom, my mom went over several times and stayed at the school in Matsumoto in Japan and stuff. So, like, 
we're totally indoctrinated and she made sure we were. But I think it's an incredible method. And I actually think just the way the system is set up leads very well to jazz. I've not done a scientific study and I'm forgetting, but I've met several other musicians of our generation and a little younger that came up as Suzuki kids. Jason Marsalis is one. He played Suzuki violin uh, with a really good teacher in New Orleans that I knew. Um, and then um, who else? I can't think now, but there's definitely some. And with little kids and jazz, I think the best thing is just to play it for them. I think that the Suzuki method, because you're learning so much stuff by ear, it really develops your ear. You don't necessarily have to have a method. Like I've done some stuff at a Suzuki workshop. They've asked me a big workshop. I think it was in Chicago. I went one time and they wanted me to do like a jazz class with all these kids. And it was just like cellists and violinists, like, 80 of them or something at mm. all different skill levels. It's like, teach them some jazz. And so what I just did was... Done. I, yeah, I think we did like C jam blues, but I put it in like D. There you go. So that, so that, you know, the cellos and violins could play it. And just kind of... I didn't try to overanalyze. I just sort of said like... I played them a recording. I was like, check out this rhythm and just imitate it. And Suzuki kids are so good at doing that. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the system and that's the method. So I think just introducing it, it's some there can be really effective. But mainly playing the recordings um if you want your kids to love and it's not just jazz just play them high quality music play them, and get off that kids bob the kids bob is not that happening from what i've heard it's not yeah. so can i ask you a question about suzuki so when it goes to um more and more advanced levels i assume it leads to like a classical repertoire in most cases yeah? yes is there anybody who's developed it into like a modern jazz repertoire I mean, I would think so. The the thing with... The it tr- seems like it could just seamlessly go in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the only thing is that it's definitely... Um, yeah, there's 10 books in the violin school. That's the one I'm more familiar with than than even piano. I never really... I did a little bit of piano. I think the, viol- the violin school is what was originally developed by Suzuki. He is a violinist. Yeah. But then there's cello, has a lot of the same repertoire until it gets more advanced. There's a flute. I believe there's guitar... But yeah, it gets it's all kind of classical repertoire. I mean, of course, it starts with Twinkle Twinkle and the variations. And the variations are great because that's very much about like learning to improvise and stuff, you know, from a rhythmic standpoint. But then it goes all the way up to volume nine and volume 10 are two Mozart piano concertos or the whole books, all the movements, mm. you know. So they, it, yeah, it's, it's a lineage of classical. But I, I do think um, that just as it is, is a great foundation. I mean, look, the best jazz, I always try to think about like how did the best jazz players that I've been able to sort of see there behind the curtain, how did they learn? Like what did they do? And I would count you among that because we've talked about like your upbringing and I know you did like jazz band at school and different situations and a little bit random. I was like that too. Like, For sure. And Roy Harger, I remember talking like I think that, you know, having a really good foundation on your instrument really good ear training somehow be it suzuki or, or learning pop tunes or, or playing in church or there's so many different ways to learn to play by ear but some component it's part of, of it yeah, yeah 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 and then grasping on and getting the passion for the music and i think outside of like joey alexander and a few other cases that's normally not going to happen until what 13 years old 14 it's, i think typically. so i think so you know and and thankfully in america there's these jazz bands in in now middle schools and high schools because you know, for me, I don't, I don't know about your, I, I do know about your story, but I know it's similar. Like I was so enamored with improvisation before I even knew what jazz was. Right. And then someone was like, yeah, this is all improvised. I was like, I think I can do that. Like, that's what I want to be able to do. You know what I mean? Like, right. that's what I do anyway. So 
yeah, I'll go. I'll I'll go with that. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just a, a great way to do it. So, should we do this controversial one next? I love. I it. know you're looking at it. I love it from love Nicolas it. or Nicholas, <laughs> <laughs> as it were. You want to read it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Why do piano solos usually pale in comparison to horn solos, especially phrasing and energy-wise? I've noticed this in my transcribing. I play piano, but I'm drawn to players like Lee Morgan and Coltrane. Well. Wait, 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 wait. I misread this at first. Wow. What What is Nicholas saying? Which is better? The horn solos. Horn, yeah, he's saying, why do piano solos usually pale in comparison to okay. horn solos? Yeah. Come on, Nicholas. Yeah. You're asking that. And you know what? You're just trying to get on the show, and it worked. And it totally worked. <laughs> You're coming at a couple of piano players. I mean- I like your avatar, by the way. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's that's almost some of the stuff we were looking at on this session, Le Hot Jazz. It's definitely a record- co- uh, Is that a Bird album cover? It might be a Bird album cover. It looks cover. like Bird. Yeah. It is. Um, but, the, well, first of all, one thing I would just say, you, you're saying Lee Morgan and Coltrane are the only names you're mentioning. Yeah, of course those are great. And what's the piano solo you listen to? Like, you know, Joe Scrub from, from Baltimore? Big shout out to Baltimore. But, you know what I'm saying? And Joe Scrub, one of my saves. <laughs> Love you. But, you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, you didn't mention like Thelonious Monk or Herbie Hancock. McCoy Tyner. McCoy Tyner. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Would, they, would they pale? But let's break down what you're saying, phrasing and energy-wise. I don't, I don't know. I, w- I would beg to differ. Yeah, I would I would think that uh you know, a piano can't compete dynamically with a tenor saxophone or a trumpet, but a tenor saxophone and a trumpet can't compete dynamically with a drum solo. That certainly doesn't mean that drum solos are right. better than <laughs> right. than saxophone solos. I want to hear I want to hear Lee Morgan play this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, let's hear Freddie Hubbard do that. He can't even play two of those notes. Yeah, much I mean, less with a tremolo on it. <laughs> now, but it, you you know you probably bring up a good point in terms of like phrasing. And, I mean, energy. I feel like you know we're using different tools than our breath at the piano for the energy. So there's not that direct thing. It's kind of like saying like, how come a viola isn't as beautiful as a cello? Well, that's obvious. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. um, I mean, cello's just it, it, the range that it is in. Yeah. I mean, although a viola can be great, but the repertoire the number of great players but a viola can be dude just as beautiful as a cello come there's on there's a bit of a viola renaissance happening right now did you know this that there's well a, ever since a, the renaissance <laughs> it's a beautiful instrument and there's it some is. there's some badass players doing some yeah. great stuff on the on the viola don't sleep on the viola is all i'm saying yeah yeah it, it'll it hurts if you sleep yeah on. nicholas i think you're wrong yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say, but it's all YMMV in terms of like which, yeah, some some more pedestrian. You know what it is? Like you can get to be pretty good at the piano. Like there's a lot of pianists that because you're learning the chords, you're you're generally having a more advanced approach to harmony than a lot of other instruments do, perhaps. Um, that you can kind of be just an okay improviser in terms of your creativity. And so it can be a little bit pedestrian sounding and maybe your phrasing and your energy isn't great. And then you compare it to a great horn solo. Yeah. So yeah. there's probably more mediocre piano players than on other instruments. So For that sure. could be part of the the, the process. Otto ha- has a great question here. Working on some stride piano, got any tips for walking tense and playing creative bass movements? Love the show. Thanks, Otto. You yeah. know, uh, I'm not a stride piano expert, but I do know that the, the sort of place to start, and you might already have started here, is like a lot of music, the place to get proficient first is in that 5-1 cadence, right? So how many ways can you... Yeah. Or... Or just, you know... 
maybe you have less time. But how how much how much can you how many ways can you get from five to one? And yeah. can you do it in in four beats, in two beats, in one beat? What are those ways? That's kind of like I think the <clears throat> excuse me the starting point for that. Yeah. And then it's all about inversions with those tents. You know, when you gr- when you see great p- uh, stride masters, they're playing all kinds of cool inversions on the tents. So yes. it's not always just the root and and third or root and tenth, right? It's it's the th- the third and tenth or the seventh, you know, even. Uh some awesome stuff happening. And y- you probably have some better thoughts on this than me because like I said I am still very amateurish in my stride but I, I know just enough to be dangerous yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well I, I think that first of all I think the tenths are not look some people can't reach a tenth and play great stride piano so that's not a requirement it's a nice thing but really when you're talking about stride I don't know if I can get this happening does it work on my t- oh yeah I'm not quite as tall yeah, as you no though. man you got it we <laughs> so, hooked it up this week like yeah tenths are great but just the root like depending, it sounds really cool with the roads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great stride roads. Like Oscar in the seventies. <laughs> okay, forget that. But the idea, like, if you're going just single note and then chord, we can work on this with balance. I always think about like, you know, if you go. Ooh, that's corny. The idea of like, how do you learn? The tremolo to, doesn't help it. I know it's just, but like, stride at a, at a at a fast level, and I'm I'm not. I'll prove to you that I'm not a stride master. I'm gonna purposely mess this up. Okay, the tremolo's messing it up. But the idea of like, like what? How do you get to some accurate voices while jumping back and forth and making that? Um, yeah. Oh, and another little trick. If you can't reach the tenths, check this out. I'll slow it down a little bit. Jump down with that right hand, right? That's right. You can grab it with that thumb for sure. And the other thing is like stride, especially as you start to speed it up. If you're always going... That's it's hard. Like you have to get some, like some ways to break it up. You know, and sometimes that's boom, 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 boom. Why am I saying boom? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But you got to be able to break it up. Well, yeah. There's that doom. That kind of thing, right? Where you're doing two in a row. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like any, anything that's a little bit difficult. Um, that was terrible. Technically. That was nice. It's hard to stride and see, though. It's the worst. Yeah. It's the worst. What's the one? Um, uh, do, do. Wait, wait. Dinah? Yeah. I remember I transcribed Monk. Yeah. Now, we don't think about Monk as being like a, a stride master. Great stride piano. Great stride. I mean, yeah. his accuracy on that. And he had some really slick. He had some great voicings. Uh, 
fascinating. But that's that's a good place to start with there. Hmm. 